Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hello, friends. It's Jasmine the jazzy gray cat here with my BFF Gracie the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. It's Gracie here. I am so happy you're joining us on our explore of South Dakota, our 40th state. The capital is Pierre, and the biggest city is Sioux Falls. Now remember, Gracie, North Dakota and South Dakota became states on the very same day. But North Dakota is number 39, and South Dakota is 40, only because North Dakota comes before South Dakota in the alphabet. That's right. I just love alphabetical order. Keeps things organized. I also remember that the word Dakota is a Sioux word that means friend. Native American tribes such as the Dakota Sioux, Cheyenne, and Lakota lived here. The first Europeans were the French who sold the land to the U.S. as part of the Louisiana Purchase. In 1804, the explorers Lewis and Clark had a grand adventure exploring and mapping out the area. I know that the state nickname is the Mount Rushmore State. That's because that amazing mountain sculpture of four presidents is right here. I can't wait to go and visit it. Yes, that definitely is on our must-see list. Now what can you tell me about the animals that live here? Oh, I am so glad you asked, Gracie. We will see lots of the same animals that we saw in North Dakota, like bison, deer, cute prairie dogs, elk, porcupines, and the black-footed ferret. The black-footed ferret lives in the Sage Creek wilderness and is one of North America's most endangered land mammals. You know what? It's the only ferret that's native to North America. The black-footed ferret is long and slim and grows to be about 24 inches long. Across its eyes is a strip of black fur and it looks like a mass, kind of like a raccoon, I think. I also learned that girl ferrets are called jills, boys are called hobs, and baby ferrets are called kits. Excellent information, Jassy. Now for some geography. The Missouri River runs through the middle of the state. Much of the land is part of the Great Plains. One of the best fossil beds in the world is found in the area called the Badlands. In the southwestern part of South Dakota are the Black Hills, an area sacred to the Omaha, Lakota, and North Cheyenne. Now, step up to the map so we can find South Dakota. Right here beside you. I found South Dakota, right under North Dakota. The state of Nebraska is below South Dakota, and on the west is Wyoming and Montana, with Minnesota and Iowa on the east. Come on, jump in our cute blue camper and we're off. Yes, and it's famous people time. My person is the Lakota Sioux Chief Crazy Horse of the Ugala tribe. He was born around 1840. The name Crazy Horse means his horse is crazy, but he was also called Curly as a child for his light wavy hair. He was a fierce warrior. He and his braves helped bring about the defeat of the United States Army in the Battle of Little Bighorn. Crazy Horse is also remembered as someone who was quiet and liked to be alone and was kind to others. We will visit his memorial in the Black Hills also. I really like how Native American names describe the person, like how Crazy Horse was called Curly because of his hair. Another famous Native American born here was Sitting Bull. He was the leader of the Hunkpapa Lakota tribe. When he was little, he was a quiet child and named Jumping Badger. 
Another name that he had was Slow, because he always took his time to think things out. When he was older, he was so brave in his first battle that his father named him Sitting Bull. Sitting Bull also fought in the Battle of Little Bighorn. Both of these men were brave in standing up for the rights of the Native American peoples. Yes, they were. It's good to remember and honor all parts of our history. Look! A castle is our first stop! Actually, it's a corn palace here in Mitchell. Do you think they used corn cobs or the whole stalk? Oh, look, it's not built out of corn cobs. It's a regular building. I'm sorry you're disappointed, Jazzy, but I don't think a building can be made just out of corn and still be used. It's called the Corn Palace because it's decorated with murals or pictures made from corn and other grains on the outside. They are lovely pictures. You're right, Gracie. It was silly of me to think a building could be made just out of corn. And I do like the corn pictures. This year, the pictures are about the circus. I like the one with the elephants. The palace is really pretty with those big columns out front and the onion domes on the roof. It was first built in 1892 and is used for concerts and other events. There's even a corn palace festival in the fall. The corn palace was an enjoyable quick stop. Now let's head off to the Badlands in southwestern South Dakota. Why are they called the Badlands? The name is more a description of the land. The Lakota people were the first to call it the Badlands. They gave it this name because there is not much water here. The ground is very rocky, which makes traveling difficult, and it gets very hot. Today, it's a great place to hike and go fossil hunting. At Badlands National Park, we're going to enjoy the scenery by driving the Badlands Loop Road. Great idea! Here at the Pinnacle Stop, I see bison on the rocky plateaus. Good thing it's such a clear day. We can even see the Black Hills. Let's sit here on the bench at Kanata Basin Overlook to admire the paleosols. The what? Parasols? I don't see any umbrellas. Not parasols, Jazzy. Paleosols, which are ancient soils that can be found in rocks. See those colors over there? Paleosols. We are looking at the yellow mounds. What colors do you see, Jazzy? Oh, it's so pretty. I see yellow, purple, gray, and red stripes in the rocks. Just like a rock rainbow. What a wonderful description, Jazz. Now let's go over to the Hot Springs Mammoth site. Absolutely dootly. I want to try fossil hunting. The Hot Springs Mammoth site is where the most Colombian mammoth and woolly mammoth bones have ever been found. And the fossils are still in the ground right where they were discovered. Fossil hunters called paleontologists are still finding more, and we can too. A wonderful idea. The reason why this is such a good place to find fossils is that long ago, this area was a waterhole that mammoths and other animals like bears and wolves used. The sides of the sinkhole were very slippery and made it hard for the animals to climb out. Ooh, that was awful for them. But I guess it was good for us because now we can study them. Let's go inside the museum. Wow, look at all the skeletons. They are huge. Jasmine, over here. We can watch paleontologists digging for fossils. Wow, I see the skull of an Ice Age bear and bones of a woolly mammoth. Super cool. 
It's amazing to actually see prehistoric animals. Come on, let's go over to the place where they let us dig for fossils. Ooh, I found some. Being a paleontologist is a super fun job. Yes, uncovering our past and solving history mysteries is always rewarding. Lucky hikers in the Badlands National Park often find fossils on the trails. Once a girl named Kylie found the saber-toothed cat skull. Fabuloso! Did she get to keep it? Unfortunately, no. Fossils found by hikers belong to the United States. But she did get a 3D copy of it and bragging rights about the discovery. She is so lucky! I really like this spot. Now let's go to the part of the Black Hills that has Mount Rushmore and the Crazy Horse Monument. I want to see the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt that are carved into the mountain. Here we are at Mount Rushmore National Memorial. The project started in 1927 and finished 14 years later in 1941 at a cost of a million dollars. Oh, Gracie, let's start with a stroll down the Avenue of Flags. I see Pennsylvania and South Dakota. I feel very regal walking here. Should I do my princess wave? If you'd like. Now, on to the presidential trail. This will take us up closer to the faces. Are you ready to climb 422 steps? I am. Wow, Gracie, we are getting really close to the presidents. And through this gap in the rocks, I can see George Washington. His face is 60 feet long, and his nose is 21 feet long. If he ever got a cold, he would need a really big tissue. This is such a fitting tribute to four of our greatest presidents. Now let's go to the Crazy Horse Memorial. It's only eight miles from here. Look, I see it. And Gracie, it isn't finished yet. Well, Jasmine, big sculptures take lots of time. That beautiful white sculpture over here shows us what it will look like when it is finished. It will be Crazy Horse riding on his horse, with his hair blowing in the wind, and he will be pointing forward. The Crazy Horse statue was started in 1948, and there still is lots more to do. It will be 563 feet high and 641 feet long. His head alone will be 87 feet long, and he will be twice as tall as the Statue of Liberty. It's the largest mountain carving that's being made right now. That is awesome. His head will be bigger than George Washington's. I guess good things take time. We'll have to come back when it's finished. Now here we are at our last stop, Wind Cave National Park. It wasn't too far from Crazy Horse's memorial. I'm so glad we had time to stop here. Wind Cave National Park is the seventh oldest national park, created in 1903 by Theodore Roosevelt. It's also the first underground national park. This has been a spiritual place for many of the Native American tribes that lived here. According to a Lakota legend, the first bison and people on Earth came from this very cave. Gracie, I can hear the wind and a whistling sound. Me too. These sounds are made from the wind blowing back and forth through the cave. Oh, and look at that rock. It looks like honeycombs or lace. So delicate. That formation is called boxwork, and it is lovely. Wind Cave is so large and has hundreds of miles of trails, many of which have not even been explored yet. That was a really cool cave, Gracie. Now let's wave to that herd of bison on our way home. Bye, guys!
I think we should tell corn jokes. I already have a good one. Why was the corn a good listener? I know this one, because it's all ears. Oh, Gracie, you got it. Go ahead. I'm ready for yours. All right. What kind of pet did the baby corn want? Hmm, let's think. Definitely not a mouse. They like to eat corn. Yes, they do. So instead, the baby corn got a corn dog. Oh, that's a good riddle. You know what? Corn dogs are yummy, too. Now, my favorite place was Mount Rushmore. I really liked seeing those huge faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt. What about you, Gracie? I truly enjoyed seeing the Crazy Horse Memorial. It is a wonderful tribute to a great man. How about you, friends? Don't forget to tell someone you love your favorite place today. That's right. I'm so glad you explored with us. Next week is Montana. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my dear friends. Thanks for coming. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.